Welcome to the Gridiron Goodies Podcast. I am your host, as always, Stephen Scott, and on today's episode, I will preview tonight's TNF game, we'll dive into the news you need to know, I'll provide my best bets for the game, and wrap up with a little fantasy football advice, all coming up on this week's TNF preview. Now, it's hard to believe that we're heading into week 11 already. This season, and this year as a whole, I guess, seem to be flying by. This season, each week seems to outdo the previous one, and we may be in for much of the same, as this week is kicked off with a game that has massive playoff implications. The 5-4 Cincinnati Bengals head into Charm City to face the 7-3 Baltimore Ravens at home. Even though both of these teams are coming off of bad losses to underdogs, I feel like this is a very pivotal spot for Cincinnati, more so than it is for Baltimore. The early struggles the Bengals have faced can be chalked up to the Joe Burrow injury, but now that he's back and clearly hitting his stride, his team as a whole hasn't been. The defense in particular, and their secondary specifically, have been facing difficulties to say the least. I think they really miss Jesse Bates, and that was probably a bad decision upstairs. It's no coincidence that his first year away has resulted in poor play on their back end now. Instead of being fairly locked down in pass coverage like they have been over the past few years, they have taken a more opportunistic and luck-driven approach. Cam Taylor-Britt, to his credit, has come away with some really well-timed interceptions that have really put this team in a great spot. But this can't be relied upon every single game. All three levels of this defense have flashed moments of greatness, but they've also had moments of mediocrity. They seem to struggle with inconsistency, and this needs to be the game where they put it all together, or I fear their playoff chances may be dwindling. It would be a real shame and an absolute disappointment if Joe Burrow missed the playoffs this year. From Baltimore's perspective, this game doesn't hold quite the importance as it does for Cincinnati. They're coming off of a rather embarrassing loss to the Browns, but they dominated the majority of that game. The running game got a real surprise with the way Keaton Mitchell has been performing lately. He fits in well with his offense and the play style of fellow running back Gus Edwards. They provide a very explosive one-two punch. The passing game still goes through Mark Andrews, but Zay Flowers is slowly showing he can handle primary targets, and even OBJ has been playing well. On the opposite side of the ball, this defense is strong on all three levels. Their pass rush will provide punishment to indecisive opposing quarterbacks. Overall, their team plays well as a whole, and ultimately I'm not as concerned about them as much as I am about the Bengals, even if they drop this game. We have some really great individual matchups I'm excited for in this one. The Bengals linebackers in particular are going to have their hands full. Responsible for Mark Andrews and the middle of the field in the passing game, but also this big playability of their rushing attack. Both Logan Wilson and Jermaine Pratt have played well this year, but this feels like a bit too much responsibility here. I'm curious to see how the Bengals defense plans to address this. Ravens left tackle Ronnie Stanley went down last week against Cleveland and will be out for this game. Patrick McCarry will slide in to replace him. Cincinnati's pass-rushing star, Trey Hendrickson, also went down in his last game, but he will play tonight. I want to see how he performs in this game against both McCarry and Moses on the edges, but also Lamar Jackson on his feet. On the outside, we should see a lot of Mike Hilton on Zay Flowers and CBT on OBJ. These matchups should be interesting. The Ravens may have a slight advantage here. On the flip side, we have the Bengals' strength of their team in the offense, 
against the strength of the Ravens team, their defense. This should be awesome to watch all the way around. The offensive line of Cincinnati has struggled in pass protection and run blocking. Against a defense that feasts off of ineptitude, this may result in a rough night for Joe Burrow. If they can provide just enough time, however, this defense has struggled on deep shots down the field. We could also be poised to see some awesome deep bombs. This should be extremely fun to watch either way. Moving on to the news you need to know, my job just got a little easier now that I don't have to talk about the Browns quarterback for the remainder of the year, as his surgery on his shoulder will prevent him from seeing the field until next season. Some could see this as a bit of a karmic situation, both for the person and the team. Seeing as the highly sought after Josh Dobbs, who has performed well wherever he's been this year, started the season off on the Browns roster. Not a very good look for the string pullers in the comfy chairs. Instead of Dobbs or PJ Walker, we will be seeing DTR as their starter. While not as fun to cheer for as Dobbs, he still adds intrigue, and this Cleveland team just moved up the watchable list. Lastly in the news, the Raiders exchange one expatriate for another in signing the recently let go Jack Jones. Even though I despise that organization, I can recognize a decent move when I see one. A change of scenery may prove beneficial to both parties, as he may help this struggling defense on the back end at a fairly low risk. And that will wrap up this episode's News You Need to Know. Let's jump into a quick break right here. Alright, welcome back. Before we jump into my best bets, let's talk a little bit about tonight's betting strategy. I've already discussed the big playability of the Bengals' offense, specifically through the air. Jamar Chase should see a ton of targets, and my money, literally, is on him going off tonight. Tyler Boyd also had a really bad dropped touchdown pass at the end of the game last week. I could also see him atoning for that here. Burrow should be under decent pressure this entire match, and as a result, we could see a lot of dump-offs to Joe Mixon and the tight ends underneath. Tanner Hudson might be a bit of a dark horse in this game. For the Ravens, they'll likely roll out a heavy dose of their rushing attack. The problem here is they have three viable backs in Edwards, Mitchell, and Jackson. It's hard to pinpoint who's going to do what. I'm leaning towards Mitchell getting the yards, Edwards getting a score, and sprinkled in are some Lamar scrambles. Through the passing game, Mark Andrews should be reliable, although he did let me down last week. Zay Flowers has seen an increase in productivity lately, and I see no reason that trend shouldn't continue in this one. OBJ has been on a bit of a scoring streak as of lately, but his targets have been limited. Using all of this information led to my following picks. My straight five bets for this game are first, Tyler Boyd to score, second, Gus Edwards to score, third, Keaton Mitchell to score, fourth, Jamar Chase to score, and lastly, Tanner Hudson to score is my long shot for tonight. Moving on to my parlay bets, let's have a little fun tonight. I'm doing two three-leg parlays for this game, one for what I think each team's offense will do. For the Bengals parlay, I went with the following. First leg, Joe Burrow over 300 yards passing. Second leg, Jamar Chase over 80 yards receiving. And lastly, the third leg, we have Tyler Boyd over 40 yards receiving. For the Ravens parlay, I went with 
The first leg, Mark Andrews over 40 yards receiving. Second leg, Keaton Mitchell over 40 yards rushing. And lastly, the third leg, I had Lamar Jackson over 40 yards on the ground. I typically do well on these for Thursday nights. Let's see if this streak can continue and we nail both of these parlays. Moving on to a little fantasy football advice, here are my top fantasy sleepers for this game. If for some reason you haven't picked up Keaton Mitchell yet, he goes number one here for obvious reasons. Same goes for this next guy at number two in Tyler Boyd. Trenton Irwin could have a nice day at number three. And lastly, I'm going to continue to ride the Tanner Hudson train once again. Overall, tonight's game should be entertaining at the very least. It really does feel like sort of a playoff game, as I could easily see Cincinnati's playoff hopes being crushed with a loss here. I'm going to leave you now, but I will be back for the recap tomorrow. I hope you all are looking forward to this game as much as I am, and have a great rest of your day. Until next time.